Hi everyone, welcome to my dad's podcast. What's up and welcome back. We've got episode 55 for you today. I hope you're doing well. Uh, we are, are I, not we, I am, I guess we, because you're, if you're listening to this, you're, you're along for the ride with me, but getting close to the one year mark of releasing episodes. I have released an episode every single week except for one for the last about 50 weeks. And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm actually feeling pretty good about that even though I missed the one week. Yeah. So, um, good job me. This way, way to start it off on a positive note. <laughs> Who cares about you? Let's talk about how I'm doing good. Um, okay. So today I have something that I think was going to be pretty helpful for you. And, um, I know that a lot of people are going through stressful times and everyone's dealing with something. And what I noticed is, and I've had this happen before in my life, that you go through something like really difficult, whether it's like a single event or maybe it's just like a lot of stuff combined back to back to back. And once you're done with that really stressful period of time, that's when like anxiety kicks in or like you just... Your body doesn't realize that, hey, that's over because it's been this chunk of time of dealing with this really stressful thing. And, you know, maybe your thoughts start to race. Maybe you start to feel anxiety that's a little more chronic and a little more, you know, it's coming on more, you know, harder or more often than normal. And you're kind of feeling like you feel a little bit on the edge. Like you feel like that's a slippery slope. Like if you keep going down this road, there's, you know, going to be something wrong. And I'll start by telling you about a story. So if you haven't, if you don't know, if you have, if you haven't been following me for very long, um, or you don't know about five years ago, I almost died. Um, there's an episode about it. Um, you can go back and listen to that, but it's from actually about a year ago. Long story short, I had a really, really intense, like the worst pain I've ever felt in my stomach. Went to the emergency room. And again, long story short, they gave me some shots of morphine for the pain. It was that bad that made me lightheaded. I threw up incredibly hard and they didn't see that I threw up blood. And so I started, what happened was I threw up so hard, I tore my esophagus in three places and um, I started bleeding internally and I ended up losing half my blood and I was literally on death's doorstep. So obviously I didn't die. They eventually made it back to the emergency room and they, you know, gave me blood and stopped the bleeding and saved my life. So that was something that happened almost five years ago. I had to, I had PTSD from that. Like my body just would not relax. It was a long time before I slept very soundly again. And I had to work through what happened and kind of come to terms and, and deal with uh, that event in and of itself. And then there was some stressful stuff that happened kind of on top of that. So it, it was a lot, it was, it was a lot to deal with. And, um, Several weeks ago, I got the stomach flu, and this is the first time that I've thrown up 
since I almost died. So I was, and I mean, I was throwing up. Um, it was intense. It was a lot of hard throwing up and I was, you know, paying attention to see if there was blood just to make sure for whatever reason, I, I'm a hard puker. And there wasn't, thankfully, but also what came along with throwing up was some incredibly bad stomach pains. Like, and probably like you, I hate throwing up. And so I was so sick and I was in so much pain for about three days. It was miserable. Like, but the this the pain in my stomach was really the worst. Like, couldn't even take a deep breath kind of pain. And so it ran its course. I started to feel better. And I couldn't, like, I couldn't help but notice that for about a week, I just was anxious. Like, I was so stressed. Like, my body was just freaked out. And I'm just like, what is going on? And I have, I've had a stressful last couple of months. Like, there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, being a single parent, running a business. And I've, had a really cram to finish this certification course that I've been doing. Um, you know, there's there's been some stuff and we're coming off the holidays and it's a new year and it's been a lot. But like, I was I just, man, like, I don't understand why I'm so stressed. And after about a week of that, I realized like, oh my God, this is exactly how I felt after I almost died. Like my brain knew I was fine, but my your body remembers. And that was having, you know, throwing up that hard and especially having like that intense pain in my stomach awakened some memories that my body had of almost dying. Like, because that was not a good time <laughs> in my life. It was hard to come back from that. So that's for, for a couple of weeks. I And I'm still kind of, I'm still just starting to feel better and kind of come out of this. But I finally realized like, oh, like this is, this is a, a PTSD, this is a reaction from my, my, my PTSD. Because I don't, I don't really... I don't have, like, I don't, I don't have PTSD. I had, I used to have PTSD. I don't feel like I s struggle with, uh, you know, any symptoms really from it. So I noticed that I have this intense, just uncomfortable anxiety about nothing. And so, you know, I have a lot of tactics and practices that I do and I, I teach my clients and stuff on that as well but none of them work if you are constantly in a freaked out state you have to be able to find safety in your body and I'm going to get to that in a second so what I noticed when my body was so stressed is that my brain was going bananas like I was worrying about stuff I was my thoughts were very negative very defeated, very victim-like, and I was worrying about stuff that really I don't need to worry about, and like my thoughts were not normally rosy, and what a lot of people try to do when that happens is they try to change their thoughts, like they try to 
change how they're thinking. Like, let me look on the bright side. Let me create a gratitude list. Let me think about the things I'm grateful for. Let me do some affirmations, that kind of stuff. That stuff can all be helpful, but it's not going, you're not going to outthink your body when it's freaked out because my nervous system was in fight or flight. And typically, unless your thinking is the thing that created that fight or flight, you're not going to outthink your nervous system. Uh, your thoughts are a reflection of your nervous system. Um, and so I knew, I knew that that, like, waiting for it to pass or writing it out or trying to change my thinking was not going to be the thing that kind of, like, sent me in the right direction. If you struggle with chronic anxiety or if you are coming out of a really stressful period of time and your body won't relax, you have to treat your anxiety at the body level. And if you don't do that, if you anxiety occurs in your body and if you don't treat it in your body, you're, you're really never healing it. You're just putting a band-aid on it. And so here are some of the things that I did, and I, I want to share what's been very, very effective for me um, because I, I essentially kind of rescued myself from what really felt like a, a couple weeks of a, of a downward anxiety spiral. And if I hadn't done so much work and if I hadn't have all these tools and these skills, I would have been really worried about the direction that my mental health was going. But I've practiced this enough. I've learned this stuff enough. I've taught this stuff to other people. I knew that I was going to be fine. I just had to treat my body. And so what I did is, number one, I, I, I recognized that this is what's going on. I need to relax. I need to promote relaxation. I need to regulate my nervous system. And that needs to be the number one priority. Like, I, I kind of, like, shrunk as many of my responsibilities down as I could. Um, and I limited uh, stimulation. Like, I tried to put my phone away. I stopped, um, you know, walking around, always having uh, music or books going on. And I just gave myself, okay, like, I need to relax. So the first thing I did was I, I planned a day where I wasn't going to do anything. Charlie got picked up in the morning. I didn't have anything to do. It was a Sunday. Cool. All right. Put the phone away. Um, put on some show that, you know, was that I watched on my laptop, but and just kind of like was not, not that engaged in. You can do that or not do that. But I, I focused on my breath. I spent a lot of time just breathing. I didn't take any caffeine. <coughs> excuse me, or any, um, probably should edit that out, but <laughs> had a tickle in my throat. Anything that was like a stimulant. I, I didn't, I didn't want any of that. I didn't want anything. Caffeine just furthers you into fight or flight. So I, I didn't want to do that. So I'm just Focusing on relaxing, focusing on nice deep breaths, focusing on spending some time just uh, like just relax. 
watching TV on my laptop, which I'd never watch TV, phone away, only focus on one thing, just making sure I'm breathing, feeling in my body where I'm holding on to tension, holding on to stress, and doing things that relax my body. I had a, a hankering to try and go get a workout, but I was like, no, I don't want to do anything that's like exciting me. That's, that's making me, uh, you know, working out can sometimes release some fight or flight uh, in you if you're working out at a high intensity, which I like to do. And I didn't want that. I wanted calm. I wanted slow. So after spending like some time just with silence, a little bit of time just, just watching TV, how many people just watch TV and don't multitask or do something else with it? Like, so I limited multitasking, limited stimulation. I really focus on just breathing like all day long, just focused on just relaxing and giving myself permission to sit and be calm and be still and be in my body. And if I was going to feel anxious, that's fine. If I was going to feel stressed, that was fine. I was going to acknowledge that. And I just sort of reminded myself, like, you're okay. Like, you're going to be okay. And then about halfway through the day, I decided, well, you know, I don't want to go for a workout, but what I would like to do is some yoga and some stretching. So I spent some time just slowly moving, slowly stretching out my legs, slowly stretching out my spine, slowly stretching out just all of the places that felt tight. And interestingly enough, I started to feel actually more energy because I, I it calmed me down. And I, I, I feel like after I did that, I wasn't so tired from, from all of this, you know, being in fight or flight. And so I'm just focusing on slowness, just focusing on stillness and kind of like using that day to spark a different direction than I was going because the body is where it's at. Like if you're struggling in your mind, it's because your body is stressed and it doesn't know that you're not, there's not some sort of threat. Like my body didn't know that I, I wasn't in danger of almost dying. And the problem is, is that our, our brain reacts to threats that are maybe like stuff at work or relationship issues or financial issues or stuff with the kids. Um, it reacts as if you're in a threat. So your body thinks you are having some type of threat. Nervous system goes into fight or flight. Now you're dysregulated. And that is what is causing the thoughts in your head. Your dysregulated uh, fight or flight, fight, flight, freeze in your body is what is causing, air quotes, mental health stuff. It's causing the doom and gloom thoughts. It's causing the worry. It's causing the anxiety. It's causing what manifests as, air quotes, mental health symptoms. And so I, I used this day to kind of like slow down and breathe and give myself permission to just like, let's say, let's pretend that I had a broken ankle or a sprained ankle even. Well, you would slow down and you would address it and you would 
try to do the things that make you heal, why do we not do the same shit with our mental health? We don't give ourselves that same permission. So I didn't guilt myself. I didn't shame myself into thinking I should be, you know, doing all the million things I need to be doing, like take my Christmas tree down, which I've decided to leave up till March just so I could say I left my Christmas tree up till March. But I just gave myself permission to do that. Okay, so so I started this whole process of of bringing myself back from the brink of God knows what with a day of just calm and chill and breathing and stretching and not trying to to do too much and just giving myself permission to rest and heal. And it was hard because I had just been sick for quite some time, like three weeks, and I hadn't done a lot. So there was a lot of shit I needed to do, but I needed this more, okay? So then from there, what I've been doing ever since that day is similar, just focusing on stretching. I'm focused on walking. I'm getting outside. I'm getting fresh air. I'm trying to keep things like I'm trying not to multitask. I'm trying to limit the time that I spend on my phone. I've been really focused on breathing and spending, you know, 10 or 15 minutes in the morning, like stretching and just loosening up my body and letting out the tension and letting my body talk to me, letting my body start to relax and sending signals of safety to my body. If we start, you know, one of my clients said, Chris, you need to write a book called The Body is Where It's At. <laughs> and that's so true is that the if we start to treat, you know, mental health as a, a a mind-body thing versus just treating your mind and your body separate, we'll see a lot more progress in the air quotes mental health arena. So I'm trying to promote slowness and stillness. And I'm again focusing on the breath. I've you know, I have a bunch of different breathing techniques that work for me. I encourage you to look up YouTube videos. Um, I think I have a breath um like a, a, a relaxation breathing thing that's a free giveaway. Um, if you want, you can email me. I'll send that to you. But you can look up your own and, and find what works for you because breath is oftentimes the answer. And so I've spent the last couple of weeks like unwinding my nervous system and spending no time worried about my thoughts or the worry or the anxiety or whatever else I was I was thinking the doom and gloom thoughts that I had for a little while which honestly didn't last that long but I spent no time trying to address that and just letting myself heal and be slow and be still as much as I can which is not like I I have a kid I have a 5-year-old a highly energetic 5-year-old there's only so much I can do but Kind of like, you know, we had some home days where we didn't, you know, have to run around and we uh, kind of kept it chill and as much as I can. And then on the days that I, I had her or I didn't have her, I didn't try to take on too much. Um, I didn't try to take on too many things or too many, you know, extracurricular activities. Like I work, I do my, you know, shit I have to do every day and then chill. 
just spending a period of time where you're like, instead of just thinking like, well, I'm on the other side of this stressful thing or this whatever that happened, this stressful time in my life. Now I can get back to normal, like taking a chunk of time to decompress, to allow yourself that stillness and that slowness and not letting what other people think or obligations that you have, that you feel like you have, like you need to be your own priority. And so I've been spending this time for a couple of weeks investing into myself and my own like getting myself back where I want to be and not shaming or blaming or guilting. I've given myself permission and I've not looked at myself as weak and I have started to now I'm like, oh, like there I am. Like, okay, like now I'm starting to get back to normal. Like what I'm doing is working. And if you can work with your body, if you can focus on your body when you come through a stressful time and be like, cool, like my brain now knows that this is over, but my body doesn't. If your body isn't relaxed on a regular basis, if you don't find ways to decompress, if you don't find ways to learn how to regulate your nervous system, your mental health is always going to be hit or miss. It's one of the reasons why I work on attending to your body with my clients. Because it doesn't matter like what your thoughts are and learning how to think differently and mindset techniques and stuff like that. If your body feels like it's in danger and it feels like you're in fight or flight all the time your mental health is going to be trash that's it and until you learn how to listen to the signals that your body is sending you because another signal now that i'm starting to feel more relaxed the signal my body is sending me is like i'm tired i'm tired bro and so I've been sleeping like 10 and 11. I've been going to bed at like 8, 9 o'clock and waking up at like 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. And um, I'm not fighting it. I'm letting myself do that. I know not everyone can do that. Um, thankfully, my daughter goes to bed <clears throat> early and sleeps through the night for the most part. And But like I'm working with what I can do. I'm not worried about what I can't do and the fact that I'm pretty busy and I have a lot of obligations and a lot of you know, shit that I have to take care of. I'm doing what I can do and I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not blaming myself for not being able to, you know, just snap out of it. I'm giving myself permission and I'm listening to my body. The body is the way. Like the answer to so many of our societal mental health issues is the body, not the mind. They are completely linked. And, you know, in a lot of ways, our brain and body are connected by the nervous system. And so until, like, if you are going through something, if you have come out the other side of something difficult or you've come out of a really stressful period of your life, you need to address how your body feels. If you're feeling anxiety, you have to look at your body first. Because if you, re if you make your body relaxed, 
then your mind will follow. It's, it's amazing how different my thoughts are when nothing has changed other than my body is much more relaxed. That's it. Nothing in my life has changed. I don't have more or less stressors. I'm not any less or more busy. Like nothing has changed other than I addressed my body. And so if you have come out of that or, and obviously if you've had something traumatic happen, you also need to work through that. I highly recommend uh, a trauma-informed therapist or coach or uh, counselor or whatever. I work on a lot of that stuff with my clients, so that's important. But none of that can happen. You can't start to work through it unless you find some regulation in your nervous system, unless you find a way for you to calm down your body, to relieve some of that muscle tension, to stop holding all that tension in your body. And if you do that, and you learn how to make that a practice, you learn how to notice when, hey, my body is talking to me, my body is telling me that I'm all tensed up, I need to do some deep breathing. I need to, you know, do some stretching. I need to drink more water. I need to go for a walk, whatever it is. If you do that, if, and if you spend some time trying to slow the fuck down and just letting yourself be and just sitting with yourself and not having all this stimulation and all this multitasking, you will find your anxiety, your stress, your, even your depression, um, your overwhelm will go down. Your, your sleep will go up. And you will start to feel better and you will start to feel like you are coming out the other side. So this is your reminder to slow the fuck down if you've been through a stressful period. Don't try to cram so much into your day. Don't try to worry about other people's expectations of you. Do what you need to do. So I looked at myself as like, you got a sprained ankle. Like, how are you going to rehab that? There are things to do. There are rehab exercises. There's things that you can do, like breathing and stretching and finding what works to calm your body down. And there are things not to do, you know, excessive caffeine, not getting enough sleep, overstimulation. That's the equivalent of like going for a run on a busted ankle. You got to give yourself time and grace. Time, space, grace, slowness, stillness, unplug. Give yourself permission to do that and you will start to come out the other side. You will start to find your body is calming down. And then you can start to use those things as a maintenance practice. Once you do that, you will start to feel like you're in more in control of your own mental health and you won't be um, at the whim of what's going on in your life to whether or not you're stressed. You can have some influence and some control over that. Hopefully you found that helpful. Um, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I will catch you guys on the next one. Have a great day.